welcome back to the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast. This is a very special episode. This is the Mother's Day episode. I want to introduce everybody to my mom, Brenda. Hi, everyone. All right. So we've got mom here. So she just reminded me before we hit record that supposedly I agreed to not swear on this episode of the podcast. I want to clarify I agreed to no such thing. Uh, I did tell you that I will try and avoid the F word. It's not going to be G rated, though. I can't guarantee anything. That was the stipulation. Sometimes when shit I just slips out. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's already begun. All right, so we're going to discuss, because this is the Mother's Day episode, what more fun than for my mother to discuss all things Jeff, her favorite child. Sorry, Barry. <laughs> So I do want to point out that my mom is an avid listener to the podcast. We yes. have we are recording this on because you are here from South Carolina. Right. And we are recording this the Sunday, well, two Sundays before Mother's Day, so that while you're still here, we can do this. Tomorrow, after we record this, will be the day that the 69th special episode comes out, which you have decided not to listen to. Exactly, because there's going to be some things I cannot unhear. That is correct. And I actually encouraged you to not listen to it if you remember the <laughs> last episode the shoot the moon episode where i said mom don't listen it's your fault if you do <laughs> all right so as we mentioned you live in bluffton south carolina which is yes it's just it's the city before the bridge to hilton head right and it is you're in sun city which it's not really like i tell people it's I often refer to it as like a retirement community. It is. It's a. It is an over fifty-five community, but okay. there's there's like eight to nine thousand homes in it. Gotcha. So and it's you got movie theaters, everything, and in it. upside down pineapples. Some of the pineapples are right side up, but then they're still swingers. It's just the pineapple. I don't know. I don't run with that crowd. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to buy you a pineapple. Uh, if you remember right, my outside light, mm -hmm. Bob replaced it when we moved in. And he put in a pineapple lamp, which we both really enjoyed until I realized what it was oh, about. Boy. And then I came home and told him to never turn it on again. <laughs> well, and just as reference, Bob is my stepdad who passed yes. uh, a year and September a half ago. September 2020. Yeah, yeah, which oddly enough was 22 days after my father passed. Right. So it was just weird that they both died. I know. Unrelated types of illnesses, nothing related to COVID. No. Um, but, you know, so just pointing that out so if we do reference bob at all on the show that you guys know my listeners out there that y'all know who bob is but bob had a sick sense of humor yes he did so he probably would have gladly just bought the pineapple just to screw with you probably right but i also want everybody to know that i'm sitting here with no notes and jeff has pages of notes it's which, called show prep which is not fair i am a consummate professional so, and we are going to do uh, Jeff's Asshole Trivia. None uh -huh. of my guests are immune. The first-time guests especially are not immune to playing a game of Asshole Trivia. So we will be doing that to end the show. We'll discuss that later. All right. So first we're going to discuss the birth of Jeff, like oh, one of the God. most glorious days in the history of mankind. Mm -hmm. So I understand there was a Boston cream pie that was related to my birth. Yes. Uh, you were due July 31st mm -hmm. and now we're into august 9th and no jeffy has arrived well at that time we didn't know don't if you call were, me jeffy or we else didn't the know, f word's coming out we didn't know if you were a boy or a girl because back then it was just guesswork unfortunately ladies and gentlemen even when i was born they still didn't know if i was a boy or a girl <laughs> i was a late bloomer anyhow i had an innie so i had made a boston cream pie and i was very depressed so that night i watched a movie late and sat in the living room in the rocking chair that I was going to rock you in and ate pretty much the entire Boston cream pie. And there wasn't room. And I figured there just was not a room, not enough room, so Jeff did come out the next day. So I am the product of Boston cream pie. So yes. if I have any listeners in Boston, you, you can consider <laughs> me a somewhat of a relative. Jeff. Um, and, you know, oddly enough, like when I used to do stand up comedy, mm -hmm. like, you know me, I'm not a big fan of like celebrating my birthday. My kids not to know, know not to tell me happy birthday on my birthday or even acknowledge Why? it. Why? I just, it's so stupid. It's, but I call and sing to you every I year. I know you do. All right. You're one of the few people. I My whole goal every year is to get through my birthday with the least amount of happy birthdays as possible. But in my comedy routine, like I, I liken it to, it's just, it's so random. Just like you said, like I was supposed to be born on july 30th but it was august 10th. 31st huh 
July 31st. July 31st. Anyway, look at her. She's already correcting me. <laughs> Little tic-tac-y mommy. <laughs> but, you know, it's just so random. And it really all it is is it's celebrating the escape from your mother's vagina. I mean, that's really what Jeffrey, it boils down we're to. we're not going there. <laughs> well, I'm not going there. I've been there. And that's the last time <laughs> ever. Move on. <laughs> All right, so let's move up to Toddler Jeff. Okay, so now okay. Toddler Jeff. So uh-huh. tell the audience what, what you would find typically if you saw me walking around the house with, let's say, puffy cheeks. I would chew my food. Oh, and then store it. Yes, I would store it in my cheeks he like hot dogs. Sto- I mean, he would eat a hot dog, and then an hour later, he's chewing, and I'm like, what are you chewing? <laughs> and it would be his hot dog. Well, I... Apparently like those hot dogs. I wanted to savor them. But you them. did have cute cheeks. Okay. Well, that's good. I also remember as a kid, because dad was a smoker, mm-hmm. that we had this really cool, I guess the best way to refer to it is a convex ashtray. It was like this goldish glass oh, ashtray yeah. that the bottom kind of bowed up inward. And I would hold that thing up to my face when it was clean and walk through the house and it would distort everything in the house. It was... I, I don't even know how you lifted it. It weighed like 50 pounds. Yeah, it was pounds. heavy, but it was like little toddler Jeff's acid trip where I would Which, just walk through so the house. So you're saying now I let you walk around with heavy glass objects that you could have gotten hurt I'm on? I'm not saying you let me. This was uh-huh. a different era where kids just did stuff and the parents weren't old. Oh, always aware. Oh, there's a lot that I was not aware of. Oh, I'm sure. And you're probably glad of that. Exactly. So, all right, we're going to advance. Is there anything from my toddler era that I'm overlooking? Well, you were always an entertainer from the time that you could walk. And I mean, if we would go to a restaurant and you would even be in your high chair, you would be entertaining the waitress. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was th- that was just you. Right. And I remember the three words that I probably heard more than anything as a child, quit showing off. I remember hearing that all the time because that's all I did was just yeah, you did. trying to get the attention of everyone in the room. Yes, you did. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Nothing has changed. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting here talking to you today. All right, so now we're going to move up to elementary and middle school, Jeff. Okay, so we're moving. Uh oh, mom's getting, she's opening her phone. Yeah, I, I did make some notes. Okay, so now clarify this for me because I'm not sure if my memory or recall of this is accurate. Mm-hmm. Did someone, was there a girl who wrote like her college, like a college paper on me? At some point, I remember being. Yeah, you had. I don't even. know. I still have it somewhere in a box. Okay, like her I don't. Report. It was. It was in uh, lower yeah, grade, grade school. school. I was in second grade. And you had this high IQ, mm-hmm. and she was doing some kind of paper, and sh- you were her subject in the paper. Gotcha. And I remember because, like I said, I own the actual document that she submitted oh, okay. in storage. And at one point in the last, I don't know, ten years, I looked at it, and it was funny because she would talk about how I would give her in-depth details about like the Indian, like Native American life. And I'm thinking, I don't even know that shit today, like Indian Mm -hmm. Native American life. Yet somehow I knew that stuff then, which is weird. Mm -hmm. And then you remember my my first book that I wrote. Yes, I do. Yes. And it ended up at the Ohio State Fair. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Choose Your Own Adventure. Yes, my Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah, it ended up as an exhibit in the Ohio State Fair. Really? Yes, it did. I did not know that. Yes. I remember that you guys actually submitted it for publishing. Right. And we got a letter back from the publishing company that basically said, we appreciate your submission, but yeah, this Mm -hmm. just isn't going to work because I was, what, like third grade or something when this happened? I don't know. You were young. So how did they, how did it? The school, I think, submitted it. Oh. And I I don't think we found out about it till later. We didn't even go to the fair to see it. It was just, I don't know. I, I don't remember the details, but I know. I found out later it was at the Ohio State Fair, and then I felt really bad that huh. we didn't go see it. And now you feel really bad that I'm 46 years old and do not know that I had something as an exhibit at the Ohio State Fair. And the state of Ohio owes me a do-over, so next year at the fair, I expect a butter sculpture of Jeff. Oh, dear God. <laughs> so tell me about, I know this is in your notes, mm-hmm. so apparently one day... I came home, little kid, and again, this is back in the day where kids would just go out even when mm-hmm. they were young and just right. play in the neighborhood and right. be home by the time the street lights are on. Well, not, well, go ahead. Okay, but maybe that was when I was a little older, but I came home with, what, pockets full of money? Well, what happened was, is your, you were, I think you were only like five. Oh, boy. And your brother was selling pencils for school. And so when he went around to collect the money, he, you went with him. 
I mean, you were little. Mm -hmm. And so nothing happened. And then maybe a couple days later, you come home and your little pockets were just (laughs) hanging down because your little cotton pocket. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Jeffrey, what is that? And you were, it was just money coins. Mm -hmm. Well, come to find out, you saw people giving you money. So you went door to door. I saw people it, giving Barry money. Yeah, right, right. Sorry. So you went door to door asking for money. Yes. So little, which I was mortified. Little vagrant beggar, Jeff. And I could not return the money because you didn't know who gave it to you. Because I think you probably went to every door in the neighborhood. Right. But who could turn down adorable little well, Jeff? Well, true. But they probably thought that we were really in dire straits <laughs> to send you out. Asking for money. Well, okay. Well, we I, I helped keep the lights on that month, ladies and gentlemen. I was a contributor. Oh, God. Oh, if you say so. <laughs> so, as you mentioned, I was always into, like, arts and entertaining. Do you remember my ventriloquist dummy? My ventriloquist days? No. Little Lester. I still have him in a tub downstairs. The little black ventriloquist dummy. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember. I'm probably blacking that one out. That's good. Well, I, what I remember most of about Lester was back then they would make um, like little 45 records, but they were like flimsy. It was almost like plastic. And I remember that it came with a the how to do ventriloquism on this flimsy thing. But yes, to this day, I still have Lester down in a bin. So do you remember the We Are the World puppets? Oh, yeah. And this is funny because I totally neglected to bring this up. In previous episodes where I was actually referencing We Are the oh, World. Oh, I know. That's what reminded me of right. it. We are the world. Well, what happened was, is I think it was on Easter break, mm-hmm. and you were bored, and this is when we are, and you were just in grade school, and this is when it was on TV all the time, mm-hmm. the video. So at some point during the weekend, you took every lunch sack we had and made We Are the World puppets. <laughs> so then Monday rolls around, and you were going to a school, that's when you were going to that Catholic school that didn't provide hot lunches, so mm-hmm. you always had to pack. So now I'm going to pack lunches, and all I have are these puppets with faces on them, (laughs) which you were perfectly fine with it, but your brother's standing in the kitchen crying because he doesn't want to take his lunch to school because everybody will make fun of him. You want to take it in a Michael Jackson bag? (sighs) So I had to put his little tiny lunch in a great big grocery sack, (laughs) and that's the only way he would take his lunch to school. All right. Well, oh well. That was very creative of me, though. I did. Well, you were creative. The entire thing. Oh, yeah. And obviously, you know, speaking of the artsy-fartsy aspect, aspect of Jeff, I was probably a bit of a disappointment to dad because he wanted to, he had two sons, he was the jock in high school, and he wanted his son, I was Mr. Afraid of the Ball, I didn't like playing sports, I tried, but I sucked, Um, and you know, so Barry, luckily, because he, you know, being two and a half years older than me, he excelled at all of the sports, and then here comes artsy-fartsy Jeff. But you know what, I tried to fill the gap on that, you and and I we're very close. Right. We, we did a lot of fun things together. Right. And it's it was always odd because dad was, I mean, it, it wasn't a real band, but he was in a band when he was, you know, a teenager with Uncle Mike, right? I don't remember that. Okay. But he always had an acoustic guitar that oh, he could only play. One song. One song. House of the Rising Sun. I was so sick of that song. Was it? I don't think it was House of the Rising Sun. Uh, if he yeah, could do I'm that pretty one, sure it was. Then he could do two songs because the only song I remember him playing Proud Mary. Oh, maybe that one too, but yeah. I just That's remember him. Oh, yeah. But he would just keep singing House of the Rising Sun right. over and over. Yeah. Uh-huh. That one's actually a little tricky, so I'd, I'd be... Well, he, he didn't do it well. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And then I ended up just stealing the guitar out of his closet, and that was how I started to learn how to play guitar before you guys got me an electric guitar. Right, but I always supported... I went to everything musically, and everything you were involved in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember. I went to it. Even even in your teenage years. And you would you... drag him along. But... Well, you know, set him at a table and give him a drink. But um, so even when you were in high school and in a band, I'd go to Al Rosa and all those mm-hmm. clubs you would play. And there I'd be with all these guys with shoulder length hair and leather. And right. I was the mom. Right. And then you were <laughs> having to hear your 
16-year-old son just used the F-bomb like every other word. I don't remember that. Oh, it was it was obsessive. Like, even the band would make fun of me. But it's because I was in this bar where we were opening and playing with all these older adult bands. And I felt like somehow cursing I made me sound that. older. Maybe you did it while the music was playing and I couldn't oh, hear. Oh, no, it was between songs. Well, shame on you. I know. Well, but I will tell you that I've always reflected on that, and it's why now I go out of my way not to curse for the most part when I'm on stage because Good. I realize it made me sound stupid and uneducated when I thought it was making me sound older. So let me ask you this question. This is a weird question, oh, and I want you to answer honestly. Because of all of my artsy-fartsy endeavors, theater, music, art, mm -hmm. was there ever a time in my childhood that you questioned my sexuality? That you thought, he might be gay? Not really. No. Okay. Not really. I mean, because I was also... the girls loved you. And I was a girl chaser. Oh my gosh, the girls loved you. Oh, well, pff, I don't remember that. Do you remember when I you... I took Sean Staples to prom. But anyhow, uh, do you remember you were, I think only in sixth grade... And they had the lip syncing concert at uh, the school in mm -hmm. Cincinnati. And we did Bon Jovi. Yeah. Uh, living on a Prayer. Living on a Prayer. And I remember sitting there. You were only in sixth grade. You're up on stage. You're the lead singer. And you're doing all these gyrations with your hips. <laughs> and the eighth grade girls are, are standing in front of the stage screaming your name. And I'm looking at your dad thinking, oh... My God! Yeah, I, I remember we're that in performance. Trouble. That was back when there was a TV show called Putting on the Hits, and it was a lip syncing show where people would come out and lip sync the songs, and they would wear, oh, right? They would dress right. like the artist, and but you had it down pat. Yeah, you had it down pat, which was a little disturbing to see a little young oh, well. guy up there doing the movements you were moving, doing, but. That's okay. Do you remember your art project, your tie-dye project in high school? Yes. Well, well, we'll move into high school, so you can go ahead and if you want to talk about that. Yeah, because I think I have a couple high school things here. Um, so our house was like a boys' club. I mean, it was like the home for wayward boys. Mm -hmm. it, it was a revolving door for boys at our house. And so I was always doing other people's laundry that I didn't know who it was. So it was no big deal because kids would spend the night, you mm -hmm. know, whatever. So I'm doing the laundry and here's a pair of tidy whities that's been tie-dyed. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, whose is this? So when you got home from school, I asked you and you said just nonchalantly, they're mine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean they're yours? And you said that you were doing a project in school. I don't even know what. Chemistry. Oh, my God. Well, anyhow, you were supposed to bring an article of clothing in to tie-dye. Right. And you take your underwear. Right. Because I was a smart ass. And that was about the time I stopped going to meet the teacher's night. <laughs> Seriously. Well, and I remember, like, especially, like, in Catholic school, I was, I always knew that I was getting in trouble after every... Uh, yeah, your brother was always in a good mood because that was the one time he right. knew he wasn't going to be in trouble. And there was, like, the time that I was duct taped to my chair by my teacher in Catholic school, and I remember she told you guys about the ins This is just goes to show how different of a world we live in now. Mm -hmm. Like, if a teacher duct tape a child oh, to a chair nowadays, they would not only be fired immediately, they would probably be jailed. You guys found out about this, and I got punished after you found out. There was no anger toward the teacher. You're probably thinking, no. oh, yeah, we know. We've won to duct tape him to things at home, too. You always knew if you got in trouble at school, you were going to get in trouble at home, too. Oh, yeah. And I, and I remember a parent-teacher conference I went to at Catholic school. You were still in grade school. And your teacher, who had kind of a matronly figure, we go. So your dad and I go to the parent-teacher conference, and she, you were always doing artistic caricature type things. Mm -hmm. And she pulls out this uh, paper, and it was a picture. It was her face. I mean, it was very good, mm -hmm. but it was on a fat turkey's body. <laughs> and I remember yeah. leaving the school, and flames were shooting out of every orifice. <laughs> I could not wait to get home. And destroy me. Pretty much. Right, yes. And mm -hmm. trust me, I, I remember Dad was a uh, big believer in the belt. And he would walk... I know, I didn't like that. He would walk down the hallway. Remember, he would double it over so he could bent, like, open it and like that. crack it yeah. like while he was walking down the hall that was basically letting me know, your ass is mine. I was more into grounding. Right. By the time you were a teenager and you had cars, when you were in trouble... 
and you always came to me. You didn't even tell your dad. Mm-hmm. You would come to me about it. I just put my hand out, and you knew to put your keys in my hand. Gotcha. I mean, I didn't have to say a word. At least I, <laughs> at least I was open to receiving the punishment. True. You have more high school stuff. Oh, I was just going to bring up. Let's see. Uh, there was the incident where you went to homecoming. Maybe that was when you went with Sean. I don't know. No, that was prom when I went with Sean. Oh well, this was homecoming, and you were at the age where you did not want me going shopping with you mm-hmm. oh and I... you you guys were pretty good about it. i'd give you the credit card i'd say here's the limit mm-hmm. and you were very good about that so I this gave... was for prom though that what you were sending because oh, i was remember this prom i thought yeah. it was home well one of them so i give you the credit card and you come home and you spent the limit yep 100 bucks and you had a pair of leather pants and a keychain yep <laughs> we went to wilson's leather and oh my god did i regret those leather pants I, but you wore them to to the prom or whatever yeah, the game the dance was there's nothing worse oh, good than the heat level in the crotchal region well, good. that leather pants provide you deserved it well but you went with the black leather pants uh-huh. the black shirt and you probably had a keychain somewhere that you'd bought that i don't remember but yeah i was supposed to buy like a nice pair of slacks and a button-up shirt oh yeah Maybe yeah. even some shoes, t- summing up to a hundred dollars, and mm-hmm. the keychain was probably ninety nine cents, and the the pants were probably like ninety eight ninety nine. At that point, I was so beaten down into my socks with you two boys that it's just when you came home with it, it was just like whatever. Right? Do you remember the tennis ball you and Sean with yep. the tennis ball in the garage? Mm-hmm. Well, we had this uh, driveway that was kind of uphill. Then you had to kind of go over a lip to go into the garage, and I never knew. I couldn't stop. I didn't know how to judge distance. Yes, you're a horrible driver. So so I ran into the bicycles. I ran into the Christmas tree. And finally, your dad hung a tennis ball from the ceiling. And when it touched the windshield, I knew to stop. Mm-hmm. Well, I also knew if I looked to my left, the shovel was hanging on the wall. Well, over uh, April Fool's, you and Sean each day shortened the ball. Right. To the point when I finally realized what was going on, I was almost touching the back wall. wall. of the garage. <laughs> and I looked to my left, and the shovel's way back there. And the thing about that back wall is on the other side is our family room. Right. So you just come right into the house. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well. That was funny. Do you remember the Little Caesars magnets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Caesar, Little Caesars Magnets was uh, when you worked there, mm-hmm. and you covered the entire refrigerator Yeah, I with pulled them. it away from the wall, and I mean, top, both sides, oh, the I mean, front. It was, yeah, it was there. And then when you when we lived in Pensacola, and you came down to visit, right? and I had food for a third world country. But you were also neurotically had labeled every... Well, the cupboards, the refrigerator, what was in it, because we would go to bed, you guys would stay up, and I wanted you to know where everything was. Right, like I can't open like the top of a Tupperware thing and realize, oh, this is well, mashed potatoes. Well, some of it was in cupboards or what, but right. anyhow. So, well, one night you took every Post-it note I had mm-hmm. and you labeled everything in the kitchen, including the ceiling, the floor, everything. Toaster, everything, spatula, yeah. Everything. <laughs> oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. So I moved out when I was 17 years old because then dad took a job in Jackson, Mississippi when Correct. I was still a senior in high school. And I graduated as a senior. I stayed till you graduated. Right. When you got that, you had you, you guys already sold the house? Um, I think we sold the house right out. No, I moved to Jackson, Mississippi. We still hadn't sold the house yet, but your dad bought another one. So now we had two houses. Gotcha. But you would not go to Jackson, Mississippi. No, I had the band and a life. Right. So you didn't want to go to college. So it was a thing where get a job, support yourself. Mm-hmm. And and you and your brother were in an apartment, yep. which that was a disaster, but that's yep. a story for another time. Correct. Um, and I would come up about every three months just to make sure. And I don't know if you even remember this. This was before cell phones. And I actually got a 1-800 number so you could call a lot without it being long distance. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. I had a 1-800 because I was so nervous about leaving you so young. So, yeah, I had a 1-800 number. 1-800 mom here. And I would come up. I would drive that 14-hour drive every three months to just make sure you were wow. doing what you were supposed to be doing. Yeah, and then you guys, you weren't in Jackson very long, Jackson, Mississippi. Two years. Okay. And then you went down to Pensacola, and that was where I 
labeled all of your stuff, correct? Correct. We had a big kitchen, so yes. you had and you used every post. And I think that was like our first visit to the Pensacola house because everything was like super new, right? And that's and then when you came down with your friends in the band, remember when I gave you instructions to the beach? Oh yeah. I thought they were very good. Oh, I don't remember. I guess they were a little too detailed. Oh yes, because again, <laughs> a little bit of the neurosis going on. What I remember about that was that was Alan and Carl that were with me. We, a bunch of super white pasty boys. Oh, I know. You got burnt to All three of us probably had sun poisoning. I mean, we were all miserable <laughs> for the remainder of the trip. We could barely move. We were just fried. Yeah, you were. I was pasting you guys with sun, you know. Aloe. And, yeah, yeah, aloe and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, but yeah, you made fun of my directions. But I didn't want you to get lost. Right. Well... But and, I guess maybe they were a little too detailed. Well, and speaking of directions, let's fast forward to when you were living in uh, outside of Savannah, Georgia, and there for a while you had this wise idea that you might be able to give people tours of Savannah. Oh, so. you're not going to bring that up, Oh, are I'm going to bring that up. <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. It's not in my notes, but now that you're talking about oh, shitty for- directions... So we, I, the kids, my kids, Zoe and Skyler, they were still in car seats. They Three were Three and four. Okay, so they were little. So I'm driving, okay. Yeah, you had a van. Yep, and you were in the front seat. You well, had, let me back up. Okay. When I moved down there, I went on the trolley tour in historic Savannah. Mm-hmm. And I took yeah. oh, notes. Oh, I can do this. I took notes. While I was going to save money, when family came down to visit, I could take you on the t- a driving tour myself. Mm-hmm. So I took notes. I got little books. I read up on the history. I had it all typed up and ready to go. So I'm in the passenger seat, and you're driving, and Zoe and Skylar are in the back. Mm-hmm. So, and then the first thing that we were supposed to see was the pirate house, the famed pirate house, which is supposed to be haunted. And that was the starting point of your tour. And you've got just pages and pages of notes and where to turn. Exactly. Here's Forrest Gump's bench and all this stuff. Right. So we drive past the pirate house. Right. Then we go to... We only went like two blocks. Where your notes were to take us to our first turn. Right. To get us into actual historic Savannah. Correct. We realized that that turn was a one-way in the opposite direction and you're like oh wait i must have messed this up hold on just go up here and turn around we went back to the pirate so we went back to the pirate house started over when i did the tour and i had a little map in front of me i didn't realize the streets were so many streets were one way right so i didn't take that into consideration so you didn't actually drive the tour you just plotted it out right so and then we drive back to the pirate house we're starting over from scratch right and so then we start proceeding again and got two blocks something happened where now it was the same thing we went two blocks and i didn't know what to do okay so then we turned around again well at this point you saw the horse and buggy tour and you wanted to ask the guy for directions and i wouldn't (laughs) let you probably should have and zoe in the back seat who was only four Mm -hmm. said Nana, do you actually know where you're going? <laughs> Which the answer is no. Well, I was getting a little ticked at that time. Right. And then we 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 did manage to complete the tour, but No, then we didn't. We didn't finish? No. Oh. No, because we had to go back to the pirate's house again. I know, but I thought after that we kind of got no, back on track. No, because I think that's when Zoe made her comment to me and I just got mad and like, said, "Let's go it. home." Okay. So we went home. And Bob was not with us. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you couldn't wait to tell him about right. the mess. I, I mean, we couldn't do the tour because it was just all screwed up. Right. So you couldn't wait to tell Bob about it. So he named it. Brenda's Fucked Up Tours. No, he's, well, yeah, Brenda's, I call it Brenda's Effed Up, up tours, tours. I know. Of Savannah, yes. But that's not what he called it. Well, no, I'm sure he didn't. Right. And so then for. Christmas. Pro- it was Christmas. Mm-hmm. So then for Christmas the following year, I had a custom t-shirt made for you. Well, for Bob. It yes. was like a double X or something that he would have fit into. Oh, yeah. That had your face. I took a picture. Smiling picture of A me. smiling picture of you. I kind of photoshopped everything, just just your head at like a tilted yeah. angle. Mm-hmm. And it said Brenda's, like, it was, you know, effed, but it was like had asterisks and right. an ampersand. Brenda's effed up tour. Brenda's effed up tours. And then at the bottom in quotes, it said, I saw the pirate house three times. Four times. Four times. All right. <laughs> and I threatened him if he ever wore it. 
I still have it. Yeah, I know. I remember. And, and I've since taken. I mean, people love it. Mm-hmm. I was, and when you came down last summer with Skylar, you insisted on taking us on an actual I tour because I had to redeem myself. You had to redeem yourself. But I have since. It's new and improved. We now go in the right direction on the right streets. Of course, it was pouring down rain when we did it last year. Yeah, that was. And you of... also drove into like some culvert, <laughs> like right by the curb. It was just like, well, I there, didn't see it. There goes the mortgage, Martha. It was like. <laughs> I didn't see it. Well, the whole car dips down and you just hear <laughs> so like, so now when that? i do the tour i drive and read the direct i read the history and I, i'm doing the left turn right turn and i'm doing that while i'm driving and if anybody oh, that sounds safe hey everybody in savannah just look out for my mom who's well, taking no, notes on a notepad <laughs> While driving into culverts. If anybody's ever been to historic Savannah, you know the streets are tight. And there's people everywhere, and you've got horse and buggy, and you've got trolley tours and all this. So whoever sits in the passenger seat up front is in charge of watching out for pedestrians. Which we, I'll be honest, we didn't hit anybody. No, you were in the passenger seat. That's a plus. I drove and read the last time. Yeah. But then we also, there was like some like emergency going on that we were trying to avoid. Remember, the street was closed, so that messed me up. Yeah. That's okay. But you redeemed yourself. Thank you. But like I told you just the <laughs> other day when we were out with the kids that I actually think it would be a good idea for you to actually do Brenda's effed up tours where you take people on a almost ironically awful tour of Savannah where you actually get to nowhere. Like, okay, like so you time. see that building? On the other side of that building is a roundabout, and that's where Forrest Gump's bench is. I'm pretty sure it's on the other side of that building. <laughs> So, yeah, that would be good. But, yeah, we've had a good visit so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, um, and then we went and we went to the Columbus Fire Museum the other day where we got the... Yes. Yeah. That was nice. Anybody that's in Columbus, go see it. It's, yeah. And Bob wonderful. was a firefighter here in Columbus, and so... And he was actually at that firehouse at one point. Right. Now it's a historic building. Yeah, and, it was great. Yeah. And then we've also started watching Severance. So for anyone who watches the show Severance, oh, you're already sighing. Oh, my God. You like it, don't you? Kind of. Oh, my God. I'm being kind. Without a spoiler to anybody who hasn't watched Severance on Apple TV+. Plus, It's a mess. It's just, it's... It's supposed to be confusing, but at least it's not the same shit every other show is. But you're so focused on this. There's like numbers that they have to look at on a screen. It's stupid. And it doesn't make any sense. But even the characters don't know what they're actually doing. And you make me pause the show at one point. You're like, so wait a minute. You're telling me this company gives them a paycheck just to look at numbers that make them feel a certain. I don't understand why the company would pay them if they're not actually doing it. Well, but first off, you don't know that they're not actually doing anything just because the characters don't know. It's a stupid Why show. are you concerned with a fictitious company's paycheck system? I'm just watching it because I'm kind. No, you're not. You like it. It's weird. I'm, it's got to get better. I'm watching it because it's got to get better. Yeah, but there's been there's been a couple make... episodes where when it's ended, you've gone, oh, or, oh. Well. Like, ooh, that, I yeah, didn't see like, that coming. Like the last five minutes and 45 minutes of it's been total confusion. But it's still a good show, even if it's confusing. That's the whole point of the show. It will well, come it together. Worked. We've got two more episodes to get through, and okay. you'll be glad you got through it. Mm-hmm. All right, do you have anything else in your notes you want to bring up? Oh. No, I think I've thrown you under the bus enough. Throw me under the bus. Do you remember the time? Well, one more. Do you remember the time when we were going on vacation and you're, we were going to drive all night, so we were waiting for your dad to come home from work, and your brother was chasing. I'd gotten a, that great big long bag of popcorn at Sam's Club, mm-hmm. and your brother was chasing a girl around the house, and the thing busted open in the neighbor's yard. Oh, I don't remember you that. You don't remember that? Uh-uh. So now I'm in there trying to get stuff ready because I know when your dad gets home, it's going to be everybody jumping in the car. We got to leave. Chop, chop, chop. And you're, so he's out there and he has popcorn in the neighbor's yard. I mean, it's it's like <laughs> one of those big, big bags, right. like two feet of popcorn. And then he had to he had to go somewhere. So he wasn't there to clean it up. So I paid you and Kelly to clean up the yard and the neighbors because I didn't want to leave. So this would have been in Hilliard. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in there trying to get everything packed, get everything ready. And I keep hearing this motor 
And I'm like, what is that? It didn't sound like a lawnmower. You two had gotten Kelly's mother's vacuum cleaner. <laughs> we were vacuuming the grass? You were vacuuming the yard. Oh, we're brilliant. And I'm thinking, thank God I'm going out of town because when she gets that vacuum cleaner. <laughs> you should have been saying, thank God that's Kelly's mom's <laughs> vacuum cleaner, well, not I, mine. I felt bad. Well, I did kind of think that too, but I felt <laughs> bad because I thought, so now I'm going to be out of state. And she, because they weren't, she wasn't home when this happened. Gotcha. And I thought. <sighs> well, at least this was back in the day when people actually had like bags in their vacuum cleaner. Yeah, true. So it's but not. But I'm sure there was dirt, rocks, Not and like everything a Dyson else. where she looks in the, to go dump the container and it's like, why is there grass in my vacuum and dirt in my vacuum cleaner? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, we are at the fun point. <laughs> Jeff's Asshole Trivia. Let's hear the intro. All right, kids. It's time for... Jeff's Asshole Trivia! That's right. It's the trivia game show where Jeff is an asshole and tries to make his guests feel like an idiot. Not a trivia show about Jeff's asshole. Yay! Are you going to ask me the two questions that I strongly suggested that you ask me? What questions are those? Okay. I'll ask them. So, Mom, what year was I born? Oh, God. That's a gimme. Jeffrey, you were born in 1975. Yay! One point for Mom. Nope, doesn't count. So, Mom, when you took us to see Metallica and Guns N' Roses, what was the opening band? Yes. Jeffrey, that was Faith No More. Which I was surprised. We were talking about this today. Two points. Nope, doesn't count. Two points. Doesn't count. Now, the first one, though, is going to be a gimme because we've already oh, accidentally discussed it so far in the podcast. Well, I still get so two points. So I'm testing your memory. So this is trivia about my childhood. Do you remember is the theme. Do you remember how it all began? All right. Number one, piece of cake. What was the name of my best friend at the time of graduating high school? Sean. Sean what? Well, I don't need to know his last name. I already said his last name earlier. You can't even remember what I said. I wasn't paying attention. I should get a point because you didn't give me the first two points. Sean. Think about an office supply. Staples. Yes, there you go. All right. See, I gave you a hint. So there you go. That's correct. You're one for one. Thank you. We're doing 10 questions with a bonus question. So if you're five for five... We'll do the bonus question. We'll do the bonus question anyway, just for fun. Mm -hmm. All right. Number two. Guess what? (laughs) You managed to get amazing seats for Barry and I for a Guns N' Roses Metallica concert in Indianapolis, close to the stage on the floor. What row were we in? Third. Eleventh. Oh, we but were right down front. We were, I mean, trust I me. I mean, in front row of on the speakers floor. that were twice as tall yes. as me. Yes, and do you remember? Do you remember? What I told you, because you'd never been to like a hard rock metal concert. You told me people went around with scissors and cut cut your hair. Right. So what I found out after the concert was that you had apparently been in fear the entire night. Yeah. Thinking someone was just going to come up behind you and cut uh-huh. your hair. <laughs> I love that. All right. So that is incorrect. But I remember 11th row on the floor. And I also remembered, thank you, mom, for the fact this was back in the day where the tickets would go on sale at like 10 a.m. on a Saturday and people would have to call Ticketmaster. There was uh-huh. no online. And it was just first come, first serve. And you just kept dialing in, dialing in, dialing in until you got in and you managed to get us some pretty amazing seats. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Okay. I should get a point for that. No, no points. That's 11th. You don't get points just because you took (laughs) us to the concert. That's not how this works. I think your listeners would agree with me. No, my listeners are on my side. And if they're not... I don't care. (laughs) All right, number three. I got grounded in Cincinnati for trying to burn down a wooded area in our neighborhood Uh where the local kids had created a local stunt bike course. Right. What was the name of that bike course? I didn't know it had a name. Yep. Well, how would I know it had a name? You you kids probably... That's not fair. Sorry about your luck. You kids would have named it. Devil's Jump. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I remember that. How would I know? You would know because your son tried to burn it down. I know. And Rat Fink Barry, my brother, went home and told on me. Good. I can't call him a son of a bitch because (laughs) that would be referring to you. So I can't say that. Oh, I didn't think about that. I just thought about you swearing. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So you are one for three so far. Well, actually three for three, but if you count the first two. Nope, not counting. Number four. 
what band did I listen to constantly to learn how to play guitar? I will give you a hint. I have logos from one of their albums tattooed on my stomach. I'll lift your shirt. What? I don't know. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Oh, that's cheating. But I didn't know what those symbols were. All right. Well, you're correct. So now you're two for four. Yay. So it's getting better. This should be a no-brainer. I, I gave you some softballs. Well, you probably thought the love and throw was a no-brainer, No, I didn't. Too. That's why I asked it. The whole point of this is to be an asshole and make you lose, so... What son does that to his mother? Uh, the best son in the world. Uh-huh. Happy Mother's Day, Mom! <laughs> what was my favorite color as a child? <sighs> oh, I can't believe you have to think about this. Well... What was Barry's favorite color? No, but wait a minute. Back okay. up. Back up. I'm going to go with your teenage years. Okay. Everything was black. Well, we're, I'm not counting black because black uh, is not a color. It is the absence of color. Oh, my God. You, there's only so many colors. You know it's not going to be pink. You know it's not going to be fuchsia. What was your favorite color? Blue? Nope, that was berries. Sorry. Red. How do you... Red. How would I remember that? Because it was my favorite color and I was your son. How old are you now? 46. So how many years has that been? Tough. That's why it's called Do You Remember? What's my favorite color? Green. Oh, shoot. Oh, look how I didn't even have to think about that. (laughs) How long has it been since I've lived with you, Mom? (laughs) All right. You are two for five. Number six. As a teenager... I was watching Edward Scissorhands on TV. Dad came into the room and changed the channel to watch golf, kicking me out of the room. I got mad, went up to my room, and accidentally did what out of anger? Oh, is that where you punched, uh, kicked a hole in the wall? That is correct. Yes. There you go. So now you are three for six. Oh, I, I remember that. So you don't know my favorite color, but you remember me getting mad at Edward well, Scissorhands. I, I remember the stuff where I have to... Make repairs. Right, and I remember what happened was is I was mad and I was laying on my bed kind uh-huh. of backwards yep. with my feet up on the wall like by my headboard. Right. And I meant to just like uh, like do the, just like a heel kind mm-hmm. of thump against the wall mm-hmm. and didn't realize that there's a difference between where studs are and where studs aren't. And my foot just went straight through the drywall. Right. At which point I crept downstairs while dad sat in his recliner watching golf and looked around the corner where you were at the kitchen table and like was most Motioning you to come here. Oh, yeah, here. you took me up and showed... You always... Right, because I was terrified for him to find out. And I don't know why, because I was a disciplinarian. Yes, but you didn't wield the belt. I didn't, yeah. At that point, he yeah, probably wasn't did, yeah. using the belt on and us. And I but. didn't believe in that, so, okay. All right, name two... This is number seven. Name two types of pets that I had as a child that weren't typical pets, like, for example, a cat or a dog. Two types of pets. There are three correct answers that I have listed oh, here. Oh, dear God. Um, a turtle. That's one of them. How many do I have to guess? One more. Two types of pets. And I have two more that you can pick from so that you got... Hamster? No. I'll give you one more guess. A guinea pig? Nope. Mice. I had mice. Oh, that's right. Yep. Tom and Jerry. I had my two mice and then one day they mysteriously disappeared um, out into the field. You remember the ant farm we got you for Christmas? That's the third one that's on the list. Ant farm. Oh my gosh. Well, they were dead. They weren't alive. I'm going to give this to you because you said ant farm. Yeah. I mean, that was so sad. So that's ding, ding, ding. So let's see. You've gotten. And they weren't pets. They died. You've gotten four out of seven. So you're actually winning right now. Okay. Okay. Number eight. You should be able to get this. Who was my favorite superhero as a young child? Oh, the greatest American hero. No, that's a TV show. Who was my favorite superhero as a young child before the greatest oh, American hero? Uh, Superman. You're correct. Because you had the underoos. Right. And I would, would stand up on the electrical box in our front yard. I remember. With a cape on and jump off and think I could fly. And you had little boots. So it's very funny that you just said that. So you're now five for eight. All you got to do is get one more of the next two right, and you are a winner. Okay. I don't think you're going to get this one, though. Speaking of the greatest American hero, (laughs) while watching the greatest American hero one night, Dad was out traveling because he was a traveling salesman, so he wasn't home for the night, so it was just you, Barry, and I watching the greatest American hero. I was on the floor, laying down with my head propped up Mm -hmm. on my hands. So during that episode, I got really excited during a scene, and I shouted a curse word that when dad got home late that night yanked me out of bed 
bed in the middle of the night and jammed a bar of soap in my mouth. I don't remember that. Oh, I do. Because it was like one o'clock in the morning and I'm sitting in the bathroom with a bar of soap in my I mouth. I do not remember that. What was the curse word? I have no idea. You want to guess? S-H-I-T? No. Pussy. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> Jeffrey. I probably heard it on the bus. I didn't even know what it meant. That's why I shouted it. I remember there was a scene. I don't scene, remember. I blocked that out. There was a scene in the show. There's something exciting was happening. And I just threw my arm up in the air triumphantly and went, pussy. Because I didn't know what it meant. Aww, and, and then you shouldn't have gotten punished Apparently, that. Yeah, I got yanked out of bed in the middle of the night when dad got home and had a bar of soap shoved oh, in sorry. my mouth. That's all right. All right, so you have to get this one right. You are five for nine, or you can get the tiebreaker. Well, what about the first two that you haven't given me credit no, for? No, no. You can't pick your own questions. And first off, what year was my son born? Well, uh -uh. I knew that was at least one I'd get right. You're doing pretty well here. And Faith No More, you didn't think I'd get that. You're doing pretty well. But that was, that was in a conversation earlier today that had nothing to do. All right, here we go. Number 10. What was the name of my first real band in high school from when I was 16 until after I graduated? It was the uh, one that you came to see at the Al Rosa. I know, and I don't know. Um, was that the one that had the alien thing? No, that was later in life. Oh, for, you were in so many Save bands. your alien. But I, this was my first real yeah, one. Yeah, I know, but I don't remember with it. Jeff Seipel. Yeah, and I know the guys. Derek I can Zajac, picture, Jason Cobb. I don't know. I'll give you a hint. There's a movie, sci-fi movie franchise that has the same name. I don't know any sci-fi. Matrix. <gasps> oh, that's right. Yeah, we even had T-shirts oh, that we yeah. would wear. Yeah. So, well, that was before my time. All right. Well, here you go. This is the first time in the history of Jeff's asshole trivia that the actual tiebreaker is going to decide your fate. Well, is it an easy one? It is. <sighs> For you, you're sitting there with the answer. Who made me who I am, other than my kids, is the most important person in my life. What now? Who made me who I am, and other than my kids, is the most important person in my life. That doesn't even make sense. Other than my kids, who is oh, the me? most... Yes! Yay! I ended with a very sweet Mother's Day sentiment. So you win. Son of a bitch! I suck at this game. I lost again, but that and was a gimme. Swore. Multiple times. And I only used the F word in order to reference the effed up tours. Yeah, I know. That was just for the sake of discussion. So, mm -hmm. all right. Well, good job, Mom. I appreciate. Did you have fun being on the oh, podcast? Oh, I had a great time. Okay, and you'll get to listen back to this. And I know you're worried that you hate how your voice sounds. Yeah, I so I will make it sound good. That's what I do. I'll work my magic. We'll <laughs> we'll we'll put some special effects on it, and I'll make you sound like Chewbacca through the entire episode. <laughs> that was a horrible Chewbacca. Um, so, all right, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, but I just wanted to say Happy Mother's Day to everybody listening. Correct. And I hope you have children that's as wonderful as mine. Well, thank you very much. And I love you. I love you, too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe to the show if you see a star or a way to rate me. Give me all those damn stars. If you want to follow my worthless, irrelevant social media pages, you can do so on Facebook or Twitter at Jeff Becomes Jeff. Until next time. I'm Jeff. Do you remember how it all began? And I'm Mom. Good night. to the devil and I prayed and I showed him the mess that I've made and I cried and I cried and I cried a million times over but the devil just laughed in my face I went to the God of fire and said can you turn the heat a little higher cause I've been burned and I've been burned Time's over, but he just covered me with water. So I went to the Lord of the sea. Said, Won't you come wash over me? Cause the roads and the woods have been winding a million times over, but she receded from me. And I cried and I cried. 
to the devil again He said I don't really want to be your friend I've been tried and I've cried and I'm done crying And then I laughed in his face And then I saw the guy fire He said you don't need to keep me alive Cause I've been burned so many times I'm like lava And then I covered him with water From the land 